It's Jax. What up, Dallas? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. Ex Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking out, they just but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? I would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus, Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an Optimo. Somebody got to drop the homie Biggie, he's got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no, I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would So what a long frown, a man harm from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be Fucking do what you want to do So I do what I want to do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and won it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just want to rap Gee, I told you all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just want to rap Spitting fire on this track Like a fucking thundercat Plus this mic is bleeding Rojo This shit is a no-no Rolling in that Lolo Plus I'm from that ball Need a folk, folk, smoking on my logo. Ready for the woe, and we so so. Sitting with the flow, somebody called a wo-wo. Heard the lanes, and I swear they so so. Too much love for the fame just to go broke. You said that I had the rap game and a choke card. No, I think I got the whole world in a rope. Don't gotta think of damn dog, you crazy. Is he the next Jay Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know. Maybe. Welcome back to the Insane Trick Podcast. It's your host, Chris, here. Oh, man, we had three episodes left until end of the Insane Check. Man, it's crazy. Wild wild um joining me for one of the last three episodes i have my boy from the black house podcast i got aaron what's going on man what up what up man i'm it's a it's an honor to be one of the last three homies to to venture into the insanity that needs to be checked yeah yeah man it's a in the rare you know and like i said every now and then there might be a special episode here and there but yeah you know it's Man, you know, it's been a long time. I can't remember what episode number this is. It's like 600 and something, you know. So it's like 600 at least. Yeah. Six some. 620 something. It's like, I don't fucking know. You'll see it in the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when we're, when we're coming to end something, I always feel like you got to pour a little liquor out. And um, we have some late breaking news here. And um, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but um, For Loco is releasing a ready to drink bottled shot. It's called Pregame. Oh, they no. A, they have a 13.9 oh, no. alcohol no. By volume. Not before the end. <laughs> right, it's right on time, baby. <laughs> now, if you, if, you, if you guys aren't aware of the, the close relationship that the show has with Four Loco, um, there were some there were the best of times. There were the, the worst of times, and there were the worst of times. I tell you the, that much. The, the worst. Remember of, how much of it was good? The, the, well, no, the, you know what? Times. A couple of y'all was good, and a couple of y'all got was real spicy. Right. I'll say that. Right. right. You know, the worser the worser of times. Um <laughs> the brand announced that it was releasing a new ready to drink shot called pregame. The drink is not like your typical four loco. It's not carbonated, which means it's perfect uh it's perfect to pop into a soda of your choice. If you like a little bit of bubbles or if you just want to sip on it, it comes in three different uh, flavors. 
uh, Sour Blue Raz, a Lemonade, and Sour Peach. Each shot boasts 13.9% alcohol by volume. It's up in Tennessee where it's 10%. Um, I like how they had to water it down in ten- Tennessee. Tennessee was like, you know, come on, guys, let's not, let's not, let's not get out of hand here. Let's not get crazy here, guys. Which is roughly how much is in a typical Four loco? because um, they still do make Four loco. Remember, the, the reason why they changed, you know, again, Four loco has never been the same since they took the caffeine out, right? Because that's they what took made the caffeine it. out, man. No, it's not really Four loco. If you don't have Four loco, if you don't have caffeine in the Four loco. It's more like a, a, a two and a half loco. It's not four loco. You don't get the full four yeah. loco without some caffeine in there. Because you don't get that second round of, holy shit, I am awake and drunk. What is going on? Um, <laughs> it's only available in the southeastern U.S., though. So, But that means Virginia and North Carolina. I'm close enough to Virginia. North Carolina. You know, right, Karen. I'll let you, boy. You know. South Carolina, Alabama, and Tennessee. So, um, I'm right around the corner. I'm gonna my, my slide down this weekend. Yeah, so I might have to check out where we can get some of these. Might be important for the last episode of oh, the show. I, I I feel like if I'm gonna go out, you might as well go all the way. I gotta go. Yeah, I'm just saying, it gotta go all the way. So, I'm y'all, sh- y'all should really before if before this feed gets taken down, somebody oh, should definitely shit. go. They said it's in Virginia. Portal. But I put my Maryland address in here, and they're saying, "Oh dear, they actually might have some." Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Mm. Wait a minute! You say the four loco casts were legendary. Like you just don't understand. It was a different time. It's a different type of humor back then. Um, you gonna go? You really gonna bring the four loco back for the last one? Think, huh? You know what? I feel like I feel like it. I feel like I might have oh, to boy. I feel like if you're gonna Dude, go out, you might as well you might as well drink some coffee with it as well and go all the way. I mean, I mean <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, I'm saying, just if I start slurring my words on the last podcast, the last intangible podcast, just know it was was that the one where it was the marathon podcast where it went from. So we've done two of these, and so yeah, it was the marathon podcast where it was all three shows. It was yeah. uh, us. It was Rod and Karen from Black Eye Tips, and it was um. Where's my 40 acres? And unfortunately for Where's my 40 acres, they went last. They went last. <laughs> Never go last in a in a in a drinkathon podcast, uh, a marathon podcast. Um because at that point, everybody's toasted. And um yeah, you guys will never hear those episodes. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. I think I think they really are off the feed. I, I really Oh no, they definitely are. Them. They definitely are. They definitely are off the feed. Um okay, yeah, goodness. I am not held I do not want to be held responsible for that kind of stuff. You guys not cancel hey, my listen. ass. No, sir. Cause it was some cancelable shit in there, boy. I tell you. Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, hell, no, no, sir, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> I, I fully apologize for everything I said on those shows. Uh, and there's a reason why we don't drink Four loco no more, except for this. Last exactly. Time. It was a time and a place. Yeah. It was one once, what, twice? Just Happened twice? Yeah. Just, just never again. Just yeah. Just oof, boy. Back, back with well, I mean, that was like six years ago too. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was. It was. It was, it was early on six, in all of our pa- podcasting careers when we thought that you know. Hey, you know, this is some fun shit to do, and why not? You know, and we've learned it's so much. We've grown, right, we've, we've grown so much. We've grown so much. And yeah, I'm, so much. I'm very Thank proud God. of what the growth I've had, and so why not regress a little bit with some Four loco in the last show? We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, anyway, yes, folks, we're here. Uh, it is October. Uh, we have made it almost all the way out of 2020. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we'll go through some, some of this stuff. Obviously, um... 
we'll talk about like seriously. I think we we, we didn't talk about it too much yesterday. But I, I think I heard you um, talk about what you're kind of doing to kind of manage it. But like, like on a scale from one to ten, how are your nerves for next week, yo? Dog, man. Um, whew. it's it's you know what? I'm actually more calm than I was four years ago. Um, because I know if anything, uh, I can survive some shit. <laughs> like <laughs> I can, I can survive constant, uh, berating every day and constant, uh, gaslighting every day. So, uh, you know, there's that. <laughs> but other than that, I'm, Hey man, things are getting tough out there. Like if you are listening or paying attention to things like, yeah. It, it, I'm not saying cause to worry, but it's and we'll talk more. I, I, I want to get some more stuff that's not like the heavy on the re- election stuff a little bit, just so we can ease into that stuff. But oh yeah, yeah. No, so this is the thing. Also, all, in all fairness, I do think that um, Biden's going to win. So that, there's that. See, I just don't want to make any so. predictions at this point. I feel the same way. I, I feel like things are different. Um, I think my nerves are only. I and I think this is the thing that a lot of people don't seem to understand. Like a lot of. People are nervous about the polls, and I've seen some people go like Joe Scarborough is famous for this and saying, "You guys, I'm you guys should be nervous. The polls were wrong last time, and you know we should. Be, this is you guys shouldn't be. You know all the stuff. It's like, and I think he's looking at it from a point of view of you know the the safety that a a, a privileged white man can. And mm-hmm. I don't think he understands the real fear that a lot of us have in that, the nervous sense that so many people have in there, in the fact that this should be a, this shouldn't even be close. No, nah, it should be a wash. It should be a wash. And it's not even, and I've talked to, to Deepon about this before. And we'll talk, definitely, if Joe Biden wins, we'll definitely have a longer conversation about this. It's hmm. not even on some Joe Biden has run like a, 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 a bad campaign. He's run a, a brilliant campaign. I saw before, this, I think it was yesterday, I was seeing uh, he had one of his last uh, campaign ads was up. And I'm watching, I'm looking at this ad going like, this is a damn good ad. Like, like I don't give a fuck but, what you but say. Go, like, but go look at his team. Right, no, 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 right, 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 right. I mean, it's a great team. They're doing well. And they themselves are, are like, even on Facebook, they're running ads which shows him down in certain states. And I'm like, so it's like, even they're not taking this lightly. They, they, are, they are pretending, they are fighting like they're behind. They're not fighting mm-hmm. like they have a, they have a almost double digit lead, which most polls, even at this point, show that. And with him over 50%, which is not something that Hillary Clinton had. So there's a lot of differences between this and 2016. Also, the fact that he has a penis and she didn't. Um, I was about to say, that's, that's probably I mean, we, we don't want to talk. There's a lot of things I'm saving for after the election and after what happens because I oh, feel like they are very right. right. Um, but there clearly are differences. But I think that at yeah. the core of it, a lot of people don't seem to understand, unless a lot of white, especially white people in the media, don't understand what it's like and the anxiety a lot of us marginalized people feel with this idea that there's still a chance that a man who is responsible, like forget everything, forget everything else he's done. Forget all the other racism, the bigotry, the complete ineptitude, forget all other stuff. There's still a chance that a man who is in charge right now of the country and is responsible for 230,000 Americans dying of COVID with us heading 100,000 cases this week. I think yesterday was the highest number of cases we've ever, ever hit in the in, 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 in the world and in the U.S. And 100,000 new cases of COVID in the United States yesterday. We are fully into the, 
you know, phase, a uh, 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 wave 1.5, because everybody keeps trying to say that it's the third wave. I'm like, we never got out of the first wave. This is still wave. Yeah, we never got out of the first wave. Yeah, we still wave 1.5. We only might, I might only might call it wave two because this wave might be worse. It might be even worse than it was before, right? Because everybody's going to be inside now. There is no, and, and I feel like this is going to be a bad winter. Like I, I'm getting the feeling that we're actually going to have a winter this time. Like last year, yeah, Maryland, I'm thinking it's going to be. It was nice. The way was, this weather yeah. just changed here oh, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not. Yeah. I, yeah. So I feel like we're, so that means people are going to be inside more, not going to be able to get outside like they were before, even though that was still causing cases to go up. So I feel like cases are going. So 230 thousand Americans are dead because this 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 man who's in charge of the country surrounded himself with ineptitude and didn't listen to the scientists and is now fully on board with a herd immunity strategy. And they're still talking that there's a chance that he's going to win. Like that's how, how racist how, this country. Is. Right. Like, that's how, like that is the thing that causes anxiety in the fact that white people are so ingrained into racism in this country. They're going to allow 230,000 Americans of their own people to die just for the, the possibility of being like it's that that's how little our lives matter, right? And I think that's the thing that causes so much of anxiety that there's still a chance. The fact that we're still talking about there's a chance for Trump, the fact that he's still going to win some states, like we're, we're talking about, oh, yeah. well, you know, Biden's going to even if it's a blowout, Biden, you look at the map, he's still going to win some states. Like he shouldn't, like this man is in charge of the country, and like people keep talking about it's an increase in testing. I'm like. Let me ask you this question. Again, we haven't talked before the show. Have you have you been tested for COVID before? Uh, it's awful. You did. Yes, so you, I did have. you did get a test. How many times have you been tested? Yes, I did. Just once because I had to do it, and my uh, wife actually had COVID. Wow. Um, because she was in the schools when uh, in the Republican convention they had like a youth rally or something, and they came back to the school and didn't say nothing to nobody. Right when it was starting, right around that February, Marchish area, mm. and bruh, we all had to get tested. Like, so here's the thing. Straight up, here's the thing. I I had an antibody test, and my com- my company offered antibody testing back when that was potentially a thing. But it really wasn't mm-hmm. to see if you had COVID, more along the lines to see if you had the antibodies to kind of maybe help with a vaccine later on, right? Um, right. Outside of that, I've never had a test. We're not doing any kind of rapid testing. We're opening back up, and I I bring this up because I'm like, I bring bring this up because like, nobody knows if they have COVID, nobody knows if they're asymptomatic, right? Because there is no as much as he's talking about. We have beautiful testing, the most beautiful testing. The the fact that (sighs) the fact that he keeps saying that, but like, most of you all who are listening to this right now have not been tested or have only been tested once when you found out that somebody close to you or you might have been exposed to somebody. You have no testing. There is no testing. None of us know. Also. On the side note, on on top of that, anyway, even if like a lot of people are lying about getting tested, right? And and saying and saying that because they don't want to be like straight up. I had a, a neighbor a couple of days ago uh, walk up to me, and you know he's a good guy, kept our distance or whatever. He's like, yeah, man, I don't know, I like like I believe in it, but I don't know if it's the virus. Like, oh, here we go. You know, I didn't been around you for a week and a half. You know what I'm saying? Thought she was cool. Like, so now I'm worried. Like I, right. I was one of those people that was very um like laughing at the NBA 
when they were talking about trying to set up a bubble and do all this stuff. But the fact of the matter is it worked, right? They had a bubble. Yep. They protected themselves. They, were, they, they did rapid testing. They, they, they did testing all the time. It worked for them. And they did it that way, and it was very successful. Nobody else is doing that. Like my company is, and again, my company is great. We were we spent a half hour talking for the show about how great my company is. Right, we're not like everything they're doing. They're not testing, right? And so it's like, even though like I agree with what they're doing, because there's no testing, and it's not their fault, right? There's no testing available. There's no kind of rapid. Those rapid tests that the NBA had aren't really widely available to everybody else. So because there's no testing, and honestly, let's talk about what you, when you're testing. The testing only works when you can rapidly test and get the results so that you can continually do that. You need to be exactly. you need to be tested almost every fucking day to ensure for a certain amount of time. For, not even for a certain amount of time, dude, but almost in, until there's a vaccine. Well, because you don't yeah, know. I guess yeah, because I mean, you, if yeah. you, I mean, if we're gonna be real here, because yeah. you don't know. Because I can be tested today, but because everybody's going home, and that's the thing, we're not the NBA, so we're all going home. I have no like we just went home for the weekend. I have no idea. What the rest of my 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 teammates and my my office mates are doing when they're exactly. home, so they could be doing whatever the fuck they want. They could be one of these. People, they could be going to. The, I don't think they are, but they could be going to these rallies, right? They could be getting COVID, and then they come back in the office. They say, you know, I'm infected because they're in asymptomatic, and we don't know. So you, there's no way to know until you like that is the that is the reality of this, and you have Trump here who has decided that we're not going to do any of that stuff. And they have even said up front, Mark Meadows said, his chief of staff said, we can't contain it. So they're not even going to try. So they're not even trying to like, again, how is that not completely disqualifying right there? How's it not completely disqualifying? We can't save you. We can't. We're just going to let you die. We'll sort it out later. I don't know what else to say about that. So, and we'll get more into the the, the positive stuff like that going on. I got some, you know, talking about them these weak, weak ass, whack ass black dudes who are. Oh my! We'll get to that mm. later. But, yep, but I have I forgot we, about we, that. Yeah, right on. Right, but we have. But, <laughs> I, but, I, but I want to start with more important news and bigger things outside. Of, you know, more important than even for local coming back. Um, I I want to talk about um. I think this is good news. I think this is something that um Don't do this. <laughs> talking about? I'm talking about you know, we talk about, you know, um slavery and and and, and right human and worker rights. And and this week we had a, a big win. I don't know if you heard about it. It's a big win for worker rights and and, and, and anti slavery. Oh, do tell. Do tell. Um so um Costco is um dropping this coconut milk brand. Uh, because that coconut milk brand was using forced monkey labor, um, and um, yeah, yeah. Hey, sometimes you read an article and you just like, man, they fucking with me, man. Yeah. This is not. This is this is this is like the Matrix just glitched, glitched out again. This isn't real. Come on, man. <laughs> it's in, it's in, Come it's on, in, man. It's in USA Today. Costco jobs. Uh, check. Co oh I don't even know how to say this fucking name of it. I've never heard of this coconut milk. I was like, well, it ain't silk. I'm good, right? I don't drink coconut milk anyway. I do I do almond milk, and um, I do my almond milk. I don't do coconut milk. Um, but don't expect to find coconut milk on the co- Costco shelves at your next shopping trip. The retailer is uh, uh, is the latest place not stock not to stock coconut products from the Thai suppliers who have been accused of using monkeys as forced labor. 
according to people, uh, according to um, PETA. Costco follows Wal- Wal- Walgreens, Food Line, Giant Foods, and Stop and Shop. He also agree, uh, stop, uh, agreed to stop um, talking brands of coconut milk uh, after PETA alleged that the monkeys in Thailand were picking coconuts. Uh, no kind shopper wants monkeys to be chained up and treated like coconut picking machines, said PETA uh, President Ingrid uh, Newkirk in a statement. Costco made the right call in rejecting animal exploita- uh, exploitation. And Peter's calling on a holdouts like Kroger, Kroger to follow suit. Oh, Kroger is pro monkey slavery. Hmm. Hmm. Fucking shame. Hmm. I knew it. Let's go Kroger hmm. in my ass. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Come on, man. Hmm. Just saying. It's the first I'm hearing about uh, monkey slavery in Thailand, but uh, apparently I'm disappointed in I'm disappointed in Kroger's. I'll tell you that much. I'm just saying, like, how? Are you, so you're, you know, I, I want this to come up with the next debate. I want somebody who was like getting like money from a, a pro Kroger uh, pack to be asked about. So, uh, Senator, are you saying that you're pro monkey slavery? Are you, uh, are you part <laughs> Hi, Susan here from Peter. Um, uh, Senator Connor, uh, yeah, would you condone monkey slavery? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you started off the show with a bang. I'll tell you that much. I'm just saying. I, I just, you know, you know, I, 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 just, I honestly for, thought you were going to make fun the... of me about cyberpunk getting delayed again, which, I mean, you know, I mean, y'all, y'all are all evil like that and could have I mean, done it I mean, come on. at any time. I mean, come on. Like, come on. Come on. Is, I mean, is, the, is the game it was even easy. real? Is the game even real? Like, it's, come on, guys. Come on. It's Cyberpunk is cake. Come on. Like, wait, gonna, you're, all gonna get a, you're all gonna get a disc and it's gonna be cake. And just, come on. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Like, no, like, no such this, thing. You know, I said this on the nerd off. Like, listen, no, no, like, I, I am, I'm against, for those who don't know, Cyberpunk, what is it, Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah, 2077. All right, first of all, they, we're getting close to 2777, guys. So it's like you gotta. <laughs> we're just, way closer to 2077 now than when that right, game I'm just was saying, I'm just saying, just saying like you guys missed the you missed the almost launch title for the for the Xbox One and the PS4, and so now we're you're you're already missing the launch t- title date for the PS5. Like that's how long this fucking game has been waiting. Like they missed two launch dates. They missed. Two generations of console launch oh, and, and delayed it five times. Delayed it what five is three? Times. Chris, what, what? As just a random opinion of somebody that might know some things, what? How long would it? What? What could you do in three weeks on a game that? So and and yes, thank you. And and so they, they, <laughs> they delayed it three weeks, right? And so I am I am I'm anti dev crunch. I think there's a completely bad trend that is still going on and it's always weird to me when i see gamer uh companies come out and say they're against gamer crunch and then they actually still have gamer crunch it's like but guys you're still doing it like it's like yeah. it's like saying like i'm this against company, sla- this company it's like this saying company just right, did that. it's like saying i'm against monkey slavery but then i'm still like using a chained up monkey to pick my coconuts it's like come on guys you gotta you know take us take an actual stand but i will say this about cyberpunk 2077 being delayed again it's like no seriously though what can you fix in three weeks? I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not against the delaying. I'm just yeah. saying that. What could you possibly what, like? To me, it feels like you're still crunching because you're still only giving yourself three weeks. I would say it's delayed indefinitely until we know for sure we're ready to have it. 
That would tell me that you're actually against crunch. What it tells me now is you're definitely still crunching. Well, did you see the latest article? I saw it uh, come out. I think it was earlier today, actually, um, where they said that the investors, I think it's lost like 30 million or 40 million no. in the past. No. I guess, really? Being delayed right. that long? No, no way. They said it's dropping. They said the stock shares of, uh, let me see. Let me pull it up. Because I uh, just saw it. I, I just, it's just, why, why are you looking for that? I, it's just one of those things that, like, also the thing is, could it be good? So this is the thing I'm, I'm nervous about because they have the original, yep, here it is, two days ago. A CD Project Red has lost billions owing to Cyberpunk 2077 delay. Stock fell 25% in two months amid Cyberpunk uncertainty that's why that delay came because if that shit came out and it was bad bad without that a good day one patch it's a bad business man yeah i'm just we'll see like i said i i i just yeah i don't know if it'll i mean i don't think it'll be a good game um I'm just curious to see what it will be. You know, like, just like I was one, I was curious about what Red Dead would be, like Red Dead 2 would be, because it had been so long since that game has been announced. So we'll right. see. Right. I just, you know. she's one of those things, man. I'm I'm just like, I, I'm good on them for, for delaying. Um, I still think they're probably still deep into crunch. Which oh is, yeah, which which, oh, yeah. which, which 100, is hundred hour which, weeks, which which is, uh, and that's fucking absurd. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy. Um, when people tell me, well, no, that's what happens in depth. No, it's not for properly planned dev shops. No, it's not. This is not how it should work. Absolutely should not. Should not work this way. All right, hundred hour fucking work weeks. You fucking out of your goddamn mind, dude. Right. Listen to what that sounds. Your that normal a, work week is said, like. Can you even do a hundred hour work week? Like, what the fuck, yo? They said they said that the studio had sent a email to the spouses uh, for uh, not having them their uh, workers or having their spouses available during family times. Like, anytime you got to send an email to an employee's spouse, it's probably a fucking problem there, buddy. You look if, like, if you're doing a hundred hour week. That means, and that means, let's say you're assuming that they're working seven days a week. So not seven even days the, a week, not even getting the five days. That's a fourteen hour day, yep. every day of the fucking week. I'm yep. sorry, and, I'm, I'm, and just I'm, to, just imagine being you're at the and now you're at the house. You're not even at your studio, so you can't. You're like literally just in your house all day, every day. I'm sorry, no guys, that's not normal. That's crazy. That's and and for a game that's been delayed this long, why are you still crunching? Six what six years later? Why are you still crunching six years later? You had but, all this, but they made a big deal about not having crunched. Remember, they were the studio that was like, "We want you to write a story about how we aren't doing crunch." Hmm. Hmm. And, and then had to come out and say, "Yeah, about that, we have to crunch for a little bit." Hmm. Like, come on, man. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, I, I, I doubt if I even get it on day one now. Just, just because 
whatever's on that disc, whatever that whatever's on that disc is garbage. Like I, I can't imagine it being good. Yeah, guys. Yeah. So more fun news. Um, police in Vietnam. Uh, this is actually from uh, September, but I we ran over last episode, so I couldn't talk about. It, so we're gonna talk about it now. Uh, police in Vietnam have confiscated over an, an estimated uh, three hundred forty-five thousand used condoms, which had been cleaned Excuse and me? resold as new. State media reported three hundred forty-five thousand. Excuse me. Used, used, slightly used, slightly used, slightly used. Oh my! Which have been cleaned and resold oh, as new. None of this story is. This- this is not one good part of the story. Footage broadcast by state-owned Vietnam television this week showed dozens of large bags containing the used contraceptive scattered across the floor of a warehouse in the southern province of... I'm not going to say about that. I'm not going to mess with that name. Oh, um, no. Police said the bags weighed more than uh, 794 pounds and equivalent oh. of 345,000 condoms. The owner of the warehouse said they had received a monthly input of used condoms from an unknown person. Who? <laughs> Chris, a woman during a, oh you know we're done done a woman detained during the bus told police that the used prophylactics were first boiled in water then dried and reshaped on a wooden face before sold. Um, so there's so many parts of this that I have questions about. I got so many questions, man. I mean, I mean, and, all, and, oh, who's the used condom hookup? Who's the used condom guy? Like, do you know this guy? Like, look here, yo. I got here. Um, you know, I got I got five hundred dollars used condoms over here. Um, I got these are used for vaginal sex only. Uh, we we uh for 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 fifty cents. I can get you five for fifty cent. Uh, I I got the 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 ones used for for anal sex here. Um. Uh, all used. Um, all very clean. Uh, you just let me know. I mean, who we got? Just, just let me know what you got. Um. So, and then, how does he approach somebody that is looking for used condoms? Yeah. Well, so, like, who so, the fuck so, is so, looking for used condoms? So, there's so many questions you ask. Right. So, so when you find yourself on the market for used condoms. At what point? <laughs> what kind of you, life are you living, dog? At what point in your life do you have to reevaluate? How did I get here? How did I get here on this dark, damp corner of Vietnam talking to this <laughs> shady man with a box full of used condoms? 750 pounds. Also, also, so there's that. There's also, because the guy who's supplying them, that, that implies they're also a collector somewhere. So that means that there's somebody out there who is also collecting. <laughs> Used condoms. And uh, so, how much you got to be paid to be the used condom collector, dog? Like, listen, oh listen, lord, I got so many questions. Listen, and then, wait, they said they were bent and reshaped, boiled and reshaped. So, 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 see, see, this is the part. See, the used condom part <laughs> is a part that gets a lot of people up in arms about. But my part nah, was, my, my part was, was the boiling them. I was like, doesn't boil? Yeah. First of all, boiling them, that can't be good for the entirety of the condom <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> and then you, then you actually reshaping, and then nah, you you reshape not. them. You re, you reshape them on a on on a wooden phallus, 
and then they were being repackaged and sold. I mean, I guess on the one hand, you can say at least, hey, they were practicing somewhat safe sex. Come on, B. No. And at least, and at least they, <laughs> at least they were boiling them. I guess. I guess. I mean, they were trying to steal. I mean, on the on the flip side of it, at least they were trying to sterilize them. Yeah. I mean, you can, yeah, so you can, yeah, I mean, you can at least nah, say. I mean, because nah. I mean, because let's be honest, because like you know, in, in a condom, because they come with a lubricant and stuff like that. If you open up a condom, it's already a little bit slippery there. Are you really? Like, oh, how do you? I mean, I'm just saying. You got to ask these questions. Chris. I'm just saying. Come on. You you kind of. Three episodes over, left, huh? You, three episodes I mean, left. Three episodes what are we left. Doing? Come on, dog. You got. I mean, come on. We're three episodes left. What, what the fuck are we going to do? going to cancel me? Nigga, we got three episodes left. Like, I'm going up the bag. Like, nigga, nigga, this is what you get. Yo, I got so many questions about this damn Yo, story. Nigga, nigga, three episodes left. You can use condom stories. I'm sorry, my, my man. We're not even doing. We're not even doing. We're not even doing the. the, the, uh, the, the 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 you know uh, uh, um, the 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 uh, uh, great moments and white privilege and and do you suffer? We don't even doing the segment anymore. We're, you're just down to now. You're just getting the segments about somebody's reselling used condoms in Vietnam. And the questions I have about this this is this is a content you're not paying for, but you're getting. Like this is what happens when you only give me three episodes free. left. Like this is all for free. This is what this is what you guys are gonna miss. Uh, see, I had to give this to you so that I can come back like Zack Snyder and you guys just start, you know, I don't know, paying me like hundred million dollars. I mean I, I, listen, I just did I just did a mailbag with a deep palm and let's just say um if you thought the conversation you thought I was spicy about Ray Fisher and, and Zack Snyder on the on uh the nerd off, whew, wait till you guys hear the mailbag because I have some choice words from some people involved. But um <laughs> getting back to the used condoms. But no, seriously, like I'm just saying, you know, you open up a condom right now, a normal condom, right? It's got the lubricant in there, it's kinda of slippery around. So would you really know if it was used or not? So at least these motherfuckers are boiling it, so at least they're trying, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I do I, mean, I, I do it, but but like I do. I do wonder. First wonder. All, do you, who was the person that was investigating the used condom ring? Right. How do you like, find it? How, how the fuck do you yeah. know that there is a used condom yeah, ring? Right. Going who's on? who? Who's like? And I hate to say it, but like, who's deep throat when it comes <laughs> to used condoms? Like, I mean, there's so many different. Like, do they call them deep throat? Like, yeah. is, wait, wait. What? You, your deep throat? Really? Like. I mean, that's what you this, think that's appropriate. It, it's for so, this right now? I mean, just what so was it like a small? Was it like a small like operation? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, three hundred. Right. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, three hundred forty-five thousand. I mean, other thing too is like, are you doing this by hand? I mean, clearly you got to right. There's no way you can. Like you don't have a machine to clean used condoms, do you? Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's got to be. I feel like there's got to be hands. So they're. Literally yeah. pouring. There's a pot full of boiled condoms. That you're picking out. Are you? I mean, are no, you, no, at you, this you point, are you just dumping them all out no. on the pot? On no, no, the you got to use, like, use, yeah. use a fish net. I mean, you got to use a fish net. I mean, obviously, come on, come on, uh, come on. We're not. We're we're not. We're not savages here. Yeah, we're boiling. Yeah, we're taking used condoms and boiling them, but we're not savages, sir. Come on, come on. Let's have some integrity and put some integrity behind this operation here. We are a serious. We are a serious used condom reseller here. All right. We take our business seriously. All right. It's not a Mickey Mouse. This is a Mickey Mouse operation here. This is real so lives. Is the used condom supplier also the used condom reseller? Is that how that works? I mean, I is, mean, they, is he the one that's I mean, putting them back on the street? I'm just saying. So I mean, he know where they at? 
I mean, I mean, to me, that's just smart business, right? You can pull both sides <laughs> of the switching there. You know, you got the you got the supply, and you also got the man on the side. I mean, you got the middleman. Like it's all profit now, right? Because you're not paying. You know, I'm just Wilson Fisk. Just, fisk. I'm just saying, I, I mean, we're over here. We're over here judges, man. What I'm seeing is smart business practices. So I'm just saying. I mean, hmm, I mean, oh, honestly, boy. honestly, if you think about it, more of a smart businessman than our president. So. Hey, I mean, I mean, at least he, I mean, I mean sound like he might have had to I mean, pay taxes. I mean, this man, this man, this this these people who are behind this, they can be the president of the United States. So I'm just saying, I think this is a this is a danger of Donald Trump. Is at this point, almost anybody can be president, which isn't yeah, a good thing. Yeah, I'm just saying that's not a that's good. That's clearly thing. what they wanted. This is like, all right, yeah, yeah, anybody. Let's just so roll with fish out there. That that'll work. Uh, yeah, yeah. Use so, condoms. Oh boy. Yeah. The detained <laughs> woman says that she received. Basis and uh, the the worst part about this is, and this is where the sad part comes in. It I know after all this, so this is the sad part. They're still oh. they're also using exploited labor themselves because the woman that was detained received only seventeen cents for every kilogram oh. of recycled condoms she produced. Hell no. So can you imagine getting so oh, like for everybody complaining about how you know you wouldn't do this job here, they wouldn't do the job. There's somebody out there who's yeah. fishing boiled condoms uh, out of a pot, um, boiled used condoms out of a pot. For seventeen cents a kilogram. So, um, wait, did you say a kilo? A kilogram? Yeah. Excuse a kilo, me. Kilogram. You know, they were they were moving kilos of uh kilos of of used condoms. You got to stop now. We got to stop. <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving. They they moving that grit. I can't do it. We gotta go. <laughs> Pushing that weight. <laughs> you know, Why? Just, just, Where do you get a kilo of condoms? <laughs> just you know, just. Like I just, oh boy, just, just. Mm. The Center for Disease Control uh, wants to remind those who are sexually active to not wash or reuse their condoms. So, just want to throw it out there, just in case somebody out there is going like, "But well, wait a minute, you know, well maybe that's not a no." We're gonna go ahead and throw it out there because every now and then somebody out there does have that idea that maybe we can do something like that. Just have to say, uh, I still yeah, have so many yeah. questions. Yeah, I have, I have, I have, I have so many questions. questions I have more questions about the next condom here. Um. Florida man is back. Um, a black leopard mauls a Florida man who paid $150 to have a full contact experience. A 50-year-old... Yes. Good a 50, for him. A 50 he year got old, a full contact experience. A 50-year-old man has filed a lawsuit after a wildlife official said he was mauled by a captive black leopard in a backyard animal enclosure in South Florida. So I, I, I'm, I'm bringing the story up because... Um, once again, Florida is another one of those uh, states that is a key battleground state in um, in our election. And I just want to remind everybody that I am pro making Puerto Rico and some uh, and, and DC a state. Uh, I am perfectly okay also with us bugs bunnying uh, Florida and cutting it off, cutting it off from the rest of the United States because, God damn it, Florida. A backyard animal enclosure? We're still doing that in Florida? But, but that's probably not the... That's probably... They're probably like four or five around in that same no, area. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. These people are... These people bring... I mean, it's not even like the, 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 the Joe Exotic thing. Like, people literally have these animals in their apartments. Like, I, we, we know. Um, Dwight Turner paid $150 for a full contact experience with a black leopard, which allowed him to play with it, rub his bellies, and take pictures. A report by Florida Fish and Wildlife Con uh, Conservation Commission says the incident happened on August 31st in Davie, which is near Fort Lauderdale. 
The agency charged the owner with allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal and was cited for maintaining captive wildlife in an unsafe condition. That's it. Yep, that sounds about right for Florida. Uh, they probably WPL- came in like, didn't nobody die? All right, here. WPLG is now reporting Turner is now suing the owner of the leopard. The owner, Michael Poggy, has a Facebook page which claims he runs an animal sanctuary for rare and endangered animals at the home. According to the International Union for Conservation of uh, Nature's Red List of Threatened Species, leopards are class- classified as critically dangerous, and cl- critically endangered, and black cats are very rare. The man was attacked as soon as he entered the leopard enclosure. The injuries were so severe, his scalp was hanging from his head, and his right ear was torn oh, in half. Shit. He required multiple surgeries, uh, according to the TV station. He went for the juggler, t- took Turner's head in his mouth, says Steve Landry, Turner's attorney. The ear was pretty much removed. Um, Here's the thing. And I understand that he'll sue and he might even win, something like that. This is where I want those Republicans with their personal responsibility platforms to talk about what's your personal responsibility when your dumbass pays $150 to step into an animal enclosure with a wild, dangerous animal. What the fuck were you thinking? And this also explains why Florida always gets dumb around the elections because yo that's dumb. 150 dollars ain't enough like if I, I don't feel safe enough like my insurance needs to be covered right like if we're gonna do some crazy shit like that i need to be able to sue somebody and 150 dollars ain't so, a, a worth enough for me to sue you am, am like I, no. right one and two i i'm wondering did the the dumbass owner? Did you have him sign a, a waiver first? Because I mean, if you didn't, then he's gonna win, and you're dumb. Because I ain't letting nobody. First of all, I'm not keeping animal in my back fucking in my, in my yeah, backyard animal in his apartment. Kind of dumb shit. You're not doing that. Second of all, come on, guys, come on, come on, like, like what was? I want to know what into this dumbass's head. He said, they said as soon as he stepped into the enclosure that he got mopped. Like, how, how do you, what happened? Like, don't, wasn't, was he in there by himself? Like, right. Like, I, I still have so many questions did, about did how just, this did, even, right. Did they just, how this transaction even, did you just like, you hand your hand your dollars over? He was like, all right, dude. Um, well, the gate's oh, over. Like, 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 what? Yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah, go go ahead and um. I, I would imagine we don't have to guess the race. Right, right. Just yeah. you know, what were you thinking? Come on, guys. Come, Come on, on, guys. Come on, we're not we're not doing this. All right. Um, last story before we get into some some more policy stuff, but it's a good transition into this. Jerry Falwell Jr. sues Liberty University for defamation. Excuse me. <laughs> what? White white men are bold as fuck. They are wild. 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 <laughs> Jerry Falwell Jr., uh, who resigned as president of Liberty University in August after a sex scandal and other controversies, and that's putting it lightly, is now suing the evangelical school for defamation and breach of contract. The suit was filed Wednesday in the circuit court of for Lynchburg, the Virginia city that Liberty calls home. Falwell Jr. is attempting to seal portion of the suit, which, which are redacted, um, because it would brief the, a, a confidentiality clause in his contract with Liberty. Um, 
so basically he's suing to make sure that they don't unseal the stuff to show that he's a piece of shit. Um, Falwell's suit emerges from, from a scandal that erupted the summer after a young man in Miami went public with claims that he and Falwell's junior's wife has sexual liaisons for years, sometimes white while evangel sometimes while the evangelical leader looked on. Basically he was a cuck for the pool boy. That's this so like I mean all the, all that Pornhub porn that comes on now is basically, you know, what Jerry Falwell and his wife are doing at this point. Yeah. Yeah, Which, I guess. Way, yeah. What the yeah. fuck is going on with Pornhub yeah. and all the fucking like step 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 stepsister and stepbrother like fucking going on in Portland? Like what the fuck? Why you are weird? They're strange, man. Strange. I don't I, like, look, I know you they don't knock everybody's kink, but y'all weird. Weird. Well, it, I don't know, man. I just it ain't I guess. And I'm not saying that I look at Pornhub. I'm just saying that I, I've heard from the, the grapevines and other people telling me this stuff. I, oh, is that what it is? This is a good upstanding podcast, but we don't do any of that stuff. We only talk about used condoms. Um, <laughs> a kilo. Jerry uh, Falwell Jr. acknowledged the, the, their affair in a statement, but said he was not involved. So, so your wife had an affair, but you didn't know about it. Okay. 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 Yeah, buddy. None of this. Well, first of all, he's been proven to be a terrible liar before. So I mean, he's, I mean the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You know, his father was also I a fucking piece of shit. So this is true. This is, this is that. Uh, I remember. I think it was Jerry Falwell that basically based uh, that basically claimed that Hurricane Katrina was the fault of the feminists. And the gays, so there's that. right, you know, that right. Okay, we tend to forget that you know the Falwell name is full of a bunch of pieces of shit. So, the allegations precipitated a dramatic, uh, dramatic fall from grace for one of the country's most prominent evangelicals and sought supporters of President Trump, Donald Trump. Other than God and my family, there's nothing in the world I love more than Liberty University. Falwell Jr. said in a new statement, I am saddened that the university officials with whom I've shared so much success and enjoyed so much positive relationship with jumped to conclusion about the claims against my character, failed to properly investigate them, and then damaged my reputation following my force, following my force rec- resignation. Sure, dude. Sure, Jan. Sure. Sure, buddy. You're right. But... Liberty. What, what's going to happen if, if, if Trump, like, if Trump, like, Loses spectacularly, right? Like, which I, I'm, you know, we'll get to it. But what happens to all these motherfuckers? This is attached to them. Do they just like go back into like evil white man hiding? No, like, what they the move, fuck they, happens? They move to the next. They move to the next group. The the right. unfortunate thing is that these groups are going anywhere because because they never went anywhere. They've always been there. Like I said, Jerry Falwell. And this is Jerry Falwell Jr. Jerry Falwell Sr. was a piece of shit and doing the same thing. Him and Pat Robinson, who's still out there, like all these uh, Jim, ba- like all these 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 a- evangelicals we talk about, they've been doing this for years. Donald Trump was just the first president to openly in- engage with them and and openly give them what they want instead of doing it behind the sh- behind the scenes. But the Republican Party is fully to people. This is why. Um, so part of the suit, and we can move on to the other stuff now, because it was, like I said, it was a segue. Part of this, um, the reason why Falwell was doing back, I think his accuser or something like that might be associated with the Lincoln Project or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I tell people, like, I, like, I appreciate the Lincoln Project and their, and their trolling of Ivanka and, and, um, 
and Jared. I don't know if you guys have heard of the uh, the the billboard that they had put up in New York Times Square, which basically Didn't they said they were going to sue for. Him? And sue yeah, him? yeah, yeah. So Jared and and Jared and 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 Ivanka are trying to sue them for, it. and they they've responded by not only saying they're going to keep it up, but they are now running a digital billboard with the same stuff outside of uh, Mar-a-Lago down in um, Florida. So now they just expanded it. I appreciate their pettiness. I appreciate the Lincoln Project for 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 backing and supporting Joe Biden. I have not forgotten that these same motherfuckers are the reason why we've gotten here. Exactly. All of, all of these Lincoln Project people, all of these four, there's no... <laughs> fuck it, I'll say it. There's just this thing as a good Republican. It's There's not. Um, and I know people go, but no, we should be able to disagree and disagree and, and not the call name. Sure, on things like, you know, anchovies on pizza, pepper... Uh, Pineapple and pizza. We, we can disagree about that kind of stuff and still be friends. The Lincoln Project people are a bunch of conservative Republicans who are mad that Donald Trump is saying the quiet parts out loud. Exactly. That is it. There's a reason why you didn't really see the Lincoln Project run any hard-hitting campaigns against Amy Coney Barrett. She's wholly unqualified. As a Supreme Court judge, she has no. She hasn't heard a case. Never tried a case. Never heard a case. She has like three years' experience as a judge. Like she is probably the most unqualified person I've ever seen. Not just nominated for the for the Supreme Court, but definitely to actually be given the Supreme. Like we can say all we want about we can say all we want about all the other the conservative judges and how terrible they are and things like that. But at least they have some kind of credentials behind them. Amy Amy Coney Barrett has none of that. She could she she is completely unqualified for the job, and now she's got a lifetime position for it. And the Lincoln, a lot of these Lincoln Party people didn't say anything about it. They didn't. They they went more at Trump for even trying to fill the seat. Not the fact that she herself was should be disqualified from the position. They didn't do any of that stuff. Why? Because most of them are are you know support having. Most of them support having conservatives on the court for a lifetime. Most of them support this kind of stuff. They might not like that Trump is the one doing it, but they've supported because they supported the other ones there. You know, these are the same people that backed George W. Bush when he was Bush when he was I think George W. Bush nominated uh, John Roberts. Right? John Roberts is the chief 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 justice, but he's also the one who has for years been trying to take down. The Voters' Rights Act and finally succeeded on it in 2013. It's the reason why we have all these voter suppression things going on right now. These Lincoln Party Project people are the ones that are behind that shit. They're there. There's no such thing as a good Republican. None of these people are good. None of these people, none of them, absolutely zero of them are good. They have been fighting against this stuff for years. They have been fighting against pro- progressive. And when I say progressive, I don't even mean like progressive or liberal. I mean progressive and just progress. Like that's what the word progressive means. Progress. The conservative parties and have been fighting against progress. And what progress? The progress of giving women the right to choose. Having LGBTQ rights. Having rights for black and brown people. Like they are literally at the core of all of this stuff. You know? These people, it doesn't matter that they're, yeah, they're voting against Donald Trump right now only because like they see that for long worm, he's going to hurt them by, you know, shining, he's shining a light on all the, the bad shit they do because he's not skilled enough to hide it. 
You know, I, I've seen them talk about, oh, well, maybe we can get George W. Bush to speak up as an elder speaker. They, George W. Bush can't say shit about Donald Trump. The minute that George W. Bush comes out and says shit about Donald Trump, you know what happens? We remind him that, dude, you went out in front of you, Nicole Wall, and all these other conservatives went out in front of America and told us that torture wasn't fucking torture and that our lying eyes were lying to us. Oh, whoa, 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 waterboarding? That's not torture. That's enhanced interrogation techniques. <laughs> like, that's, that's George W. Bush. He can't say shit about Donald Trump and kids in cages. I know people like to go, well, you know, Obama also, you know, deported people. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he did. Wrong. Still far different than what you have on the conservative side. Not saying yeah. that the Democrats are all perfect and we need, but like, there's a clear difference here, guys. And, and it's the Republicans. There's a different level of cruelty right. at, at play here. Like, this is intentional. Like, this is harm. It's not necessarily just um, trying to put somebody back in. I don't know how to say it. You know, I'm I'm lost for words right now as far as, you know, deportation. I, that's not something I'm, like, fairly familiar with. But there is. it just seems like it's a different level of malice involved right now. The intent is different. So. Also, also. It's different when you realize that you, you're deporting people because that's the law, but also you're also fighting because you want to change the law. You want to change the law so these people don't get deported, and they can, and you're trying to put protection in for them. There's a difference between that, right? There's definitely a difference there. Between another, the other party who really wants to say, no, the black and brown people can't come over here, although we're going to use them to exploit our, our labor. And we're going to exploit their labor, right? It's different when they lie about taxes. All these conservatives talk about... I'm fiscally conservative. I hate hearing that. I'm going to play this clip um, uh, that I saw. It was on. Um, it was it was going around this morning on on Twitter. Um, and it is Channing Crowder on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He was he I think they have a podcast or something like that. And he was t- explaining to these other football players about why he doesn't mind paying more in, 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 in taxes. Because, you know, you know, we'll get to the, the, the terrible black men up that have been coming out for Trump and focusing on taxes. But the way this country thinks about taxes is so fucking disgusting, right? I'll, I'll, let me play this clip right now. Nope. So, so where's the benefit? Where's the value? And that's where people ask me, why are you a Democrat? Because you have millions. And I say, I'm the only person I know that I grew up with that has millions. I would rather my family and my friends strive. I would rather my family and my friends get benefits and get tax cuts as lower-income people than me as a millionaire gaining, where I know that we're going to lose money, fellas. I was in the league when Barack got in office, and I remember when my, when my taxes went up to 37%. I got a check, and I was like, that ain't supposed to be that low. That million ain't supposed to be 635. But Barack started taxing the rich, and I was okay with it because, fellas, Everybody I know does not have the money that we have. And that's the decision that people have to make, and that's the decision I made. Why am I a Democrat? Because of the fact that the money side is not going to affect me, because I'm the only one that I really care about, that I, in my heart, that can think about the fiscal side, the the financial side of who the presidency is. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but that's why I vote the way I vote. Yeah, I mean, but it would be I'll, advantageous I'll say, to my I'll, pocket. That was great. Because it's true. I mean that that is that yeah. is how you explain 
And I, I don't know the rest of the conversation. I don't know what the other dudes say because we already hearing some dumb things from them before. But like, this, 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 this is the problem in America. I was thinking about this the other day. The problem in America is that we tell people to to vote for themselves, and really, what you should vote. And I was having the conversation with somebody else. You should be voting for the least fortunate. You should be voting for those who are less fortunate than you are. What happens so often is we tell people to vote for them. Your taxes are going to go up, so you need to go out there. But why are your taxes going up? Well, your taxes are going exactly. up. So your taxes are going up, so you can actually, you know, put money more money towards uh, education. You can put more money towards, you know, uh, like how are we going to pay? You know, the Democrats want to get socialized medicine and 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 and, and universal health care. Like, yeah, because health care should be a right, and everybody should have should have it. So here's the thing: if you raise taxes so that everybody has health care, it's not necessarily that you're you're now paying more. You're paying into it so that everybody's more healthy. And also, you're already paying a little bit of that out of your taxes because it comes out of your pre-tax deduction. So you might not even see anything anyway, right? So you might not even see anything. So so what are you complaining about when you sit there and say that your taxes are going to go up? Well, yeah, maybe your taxes go up, but like, what are you doing? My taxes go up and I'm paying for other people's kids. I don't got no fucking kids. Exactly. That's the, that's, that's the thing that people don't... Until it affects them, like, you don't understand what the meaning of those taxes are. All those federal programs, you know what I'm saying? Like, so many people depend on that money, man. It's like, and we, yeah, go we, ahead. We, no, it's just it, it, it drives me crazy because like so many people are so selfish with it. Like when you talk about, you know, raising them in a ways of fifteen dollars an hour, which is like the bare minimum, right? Because fifteen dollars an hour still puts you only like what, maybe thirty thousand? Like it maybe it's fifty thousand. I think maybe thirty. I think it's. It's like forty five. Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure it's like 45, 50. Because the other thing, too, we got to remember is that, um, uh, actually, it might be, no, it actually might be 30. Eh. 30 hours a week. Yeah, if you're doing 40 hours a week, 52 weeks, yeah, it's only $31,000. So it's still yes. not enough. So that's only $15 that. So you, I think, oh, I think what it is is if you make it 25, 25 gives you 50, 50. Let me make sure. Yeah. $25 an hour gives you $52,000 $52, a year. Right, so even making it, even moving it to fifteen dollars an hour as minimum wage for at a federal level and across the board, you're still at the poverty level at thirty one thousand dollars a year. All right, who would be against that? Oh well, you know it's going to hurt the business owners. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because if yeah, you're, that's the because, thing. Because it's like people don't look at it how this is a compounded issue. If you pay your employees fifteen thousand fifteen dollars an hour. Meaning that they can actually, you know, one, work more hours without feeling like they're being swamped. They can actually do things like, you know, the more money you pay your employees, the more they can do things like go back to school, like work longer hours. Use that money to also then put back into your business or other small businesses because now they can afford to, to spend that money. If you don't give them any money, what are they going to spend it on? They're not going to spend it back in small businesses. It's not going to go back into your business from there. So, yeah, giving pe- giving workers more money overall benefits to small business owners because now people have the, the disposable income to spend it back in there. But nobody thinks about that. They only think about it, oh, well, in order for me to do that and keep my – and the idea comes in, oh, if I have to rate – if I have to spend $15 an hour, I'm already struggling in the margins. I'm going to lose even more money. I'm like, well, you're struggling in the margins because, one, I mean, when you have the conversation, now every small business needs to be a small business. Exactly, and when we talk to all these people starting on small business, like not everybody is a good business owner. 
I know because I've seen Bar of Rescue. I've seen that. I've seen some of y'all do not know how to run a business and how to manage a business and have no business running a business or managing a business. Two, you need to understand that when you come in and you're a small business owner, you're going to be on that struggle life for a while. And you need to eat that to pay your employees. If your first and your first instinct is to take that money out of your employees' paychecks, no, you're a bad business owner. You know we have to vote and 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 support policies for those who are less fortunate than us. That's just how it works. And by doing that, then you get benefits from there, because the more people that are healthy, the more they can contribute. The more that they can, if they're, if, if they're getting, if everybody getting healthcare, that means they're not having to call out of work. They're able to, to stay healthy. They're able to live longer, be healthier, work longer, you know, and happily work longer. Right. Yeah. That's you're the other to, part, right? You're happy. Right. You're, 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 it, you, you're, 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 you're not, you're not stressed. You're not worried about having to get a second job. You're not worried about, um, like you're able to afford the basic, right. uh, you know things in life it's a cycle people that, yeah people tell people all the time it's like well you know you just got to work hard and go back to school it's like well how do you go back to school if you're already working two or three jobs to to feed exactly. your to feed your family to feed yourself forget the family to feed yourself how do you go back to school too especially when then you're then cutting the business the businesses and cutting your hours or saying that if you miss time for school i'm not going to let you get off time to study for your work like 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 how because it's not just going back to school. You have to have time to study, but going back to school. You know, it's not just go to school for an hour and then go to work. And just, no. And you're going to stress people out. And then they like, what are you doing? Right. I don't know if you saw, um, there's been this big argument back over, you know, the, the Biden tax plans. And this is where all these black men are coming out because Joe Biden's going to raise taxes on, on those making over $400,000. Oh, yeah. So there was yeah, this. 400, like, is it 400000 It's $400,000 a year. Right. Yeah. So let me tell you guys something. Four hundred thousand dollars a year. Let's uh, and, and so the the CNBC did this article that says Biden defines four hundred thousand dollars a year as wealthy. Here's what that buys you in a big city, and they're trying to make it seem like it's not a lot. You know, according to financial planning analysts, families making four hundred thousand dollars a year aren't exactly living large, especially in major cities. You know. Uh, um, they say they said they said a family of four with making four hundred thousand dollars a year is more likely to drive a Toyota than a state and take vacations than drive a Lambo and fly fly first class. So this is a problem we, the way we define wealthy in this country. We define wealthy as if as if it's that the the top end of wealthy, and don't realize that the more money you make, the more you have choices. Like you're right. A family of making four, a four making four hundred thousand dollars a year, we're likely to drive a Toyota, but they have other things they can do. They could probably afford exactly. the Lambo if they wanted to, but they don't have to, right? Also, even the ability to have a family of four making four hundred thousand dollars a year—that mean the choices come from that. I'm because in the article I'm gonna break down some of the things they they pulled out to show the budget, which is just I always hate when they I always hate these articles because they always try to they take advantage of the reader not asking questions or not being able to ask questions. Or knowing these things. So I'm going to break down some of this stuff later on. But like, I'm like, you guys have choices. Like, yeah, well, it's, it's completely unrealistic. Also, that $400,000. I mean, it always, always right. is. Yeah, and that $400,000, when we're talking about um, breaking that down as a family a family of four, so that means two kids and a, and a, and a husband and wife. That means 
at 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 break even, both of them are making two hundred thousand dollars a year, which is absurd amount of money. Or somebody's making like three hundred thousand dollars and a hundred thousand, or one person's making four hundred. Like the way you break down that four hundred thousand dollars still puts them so that both of them are still making an insane amount of money at the low end. They're still making an insane. And amount wait, of money. wait, and, and isn't it? If I'm not mistaken, it's every dollar over well, that. So, yeah, right? that, that gets into the marginalized taxes about how. Then you're only taxing the any dollar more after the four hundred thousand dollars, right? But, yes. But, but but yeah, not even getting down to that level of it, right? Um, yeah, it's 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 so it's so fucking ridiculous. It's it's a, his plan is largely a marginalized tax increase. Taxpayers will only see a tax a hike in, on incomes above four hundred thousand dollars. So those just making slightly more than four hundred thousand dollars will see small increases, while the bulk of the four trillion dollars in added revenue from Biden's plans will come from super earners making more than one one million dollars, according to the tax tax policy center. Um. Uh, they say, yet while $400,000 may provide a, luxury, a luxurious life in West Virginia or Alabama or literally anywhere else, it provides for a less lavish lifestyle in big cities, efforts say. The soaring cost of housing, education, and child care quickly absorb the after uh, tax income of a family making $400 a year. Let me just say this, though. If you're t- trying to tell me that somebody making $400,000 a year as a family is struggling in, in the city, then tell me what people... Then, then, you, you're, then you're telling me that you're for... Of fifteen dollars or even more minimum wage, then right? Because if it's thirty-one thousand dollars a year, and you're 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 a single parent on thirty-one thousand dollars a year and got two kids, if a four a family making four hundred thousand dollars can can live on that, how do you expect somebody making thirty-one thousand dollars? So so you're clearly for, you know, uh, raising the minimum wage, right? Right? You got to be right. But but of course not, right? So here's like what, so they, yeah, it's so ridiculous. So no, go ahead. They did the budget. So I'm gonna go through this budget. There's four hundred thousand dollars of this family surviving, surviving in a expensive metropolitan area, and they say expensive metropolitan area as San Francisco, New York City, Boston, L.A., San Diego, Seattle, D.C., Boston, Miami, and Honolulu. Right. So surviving off of four hundred thousand dollars, family of four. Wait, 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 wait. Did they say Honolulu? Honolulu. That shit is... Okay. All right. So, starting off the break. 401k contribution. And that's why I just stopped right there. You're not surviving if you're... You're not just surviving if you're contributing. Not And not just con- yeah. con- not just contributions, but I'm pretty sure they're maxing out. Because they have this at $39,000 annually. Into their, so to me, what that tells me is I believe the limit got raised to what eighteen? I think it's eighteen five hundred. I think it is. So they're just under the max. Or actually, no. You know what? I think Trump raised it. I think he raised it. They maxed it out. So under Trump, it got raised. The max contribution to your four hundred one k, I believe, got raised to you can max out your four hundred one k contributions to nineteen thousand. Uh, if you so, if you do, I think it's fifteen. I think you, if you max out your fifteen. Actually, at this point, it's probably even less than fifteen percent. You can max yeah, out at nine, you, can, you, you, can, you can max out, and this is and so again with this annual income of uh, four hundred thousand dollars. What they don't tell you here is 
Because what they don't tell you, in order to max this out and say it's $39,000 a year, what you're saying is basically both of them are making, are able to max out their contributions and their, and their two people are maxing out their contributions in their, in their, in their 401k and are putting in $19,500 into their 401k every year. Are you crazy? You're not surviving. That's not <laughs> like- surviving. That's not surviving. When you can max out your 401k, you are not just surviving. Because what that tells me is you now have retirement. The vast majority of Americans cannot save. When they say they cannot save, they mean 401k or even just other things. Because with a 401k, listen, let me tell you something about 401ks. Like, I, I was talking to uh, um, Aaron about this before I started. I'm having a bar built in my um, in my house. So I'm getting the bar built. Uh, it's going to be great. I can't wait to you know, COVID over so I can have people over and enjoy it. Um the I, I know I was going to get a, a a home equity loan and get a loan on it, and I realized that my four hundred one k had a three and a half percent loan option. Exactly. I took a three and a half percent loan get that. out. Now, and I get it, right? People say like, you shouldn't do that because you got to. But no, I'm still making contributions. I'm paying mm-hmm. myself. I am now who who do I owe that loan to? I own that loan to myself. I took the money out to build the bar from myself. I am paying myself back with interest back into my four hundred one k. That is what you can do when you can put money into your 401k. So when you tell me that this family is putting $39,000 a year into their 401k, and honestly, the way the stock market has been, they're probably doing pretty well with that. So let's assume. Can we just be straight up and say, for the most part, if your company offers a 401k, you're probably making at least poverty level. Because here's here's the thing, too. Here's the thing they don't mention with the 401k. I guarantee you their company is doing a 6% matching, which means on top of what they're putting in, they're also getting the 6% matching. Mm, right. Yeah, that that's, that, that, that basis is unrealistic. From that point on, it's just... And, and also, and also, 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 yeah, also, also, also doesn't cut, count any... Any 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 gains they're getting because it is a four hundred one k and they might be getting anywhere between four again we're in the pandemic now so it's been kind of wacky but the last few years you've been getting between I've been I've been seeing an insane return on my four hundred one k so it's been so you so, long so you're so you're getting last time I looked so it. you're getting Oof. growth it actually some of the things that happened with COVID is bounced back from then. That's that. why I don't. That's why that's the reason why I don't. I don't track the when they talk about the four hundred one k's getting hit. Unless you're close to retirement, it doesn't fucking matter because it's going to bounce back. When the when the two thousand eight financial crash hit, I bounced back all the way back from that. Like under Obama, I was getting ridiculous returns. It was getting ridiculous. It was re, it was absolutely return. So right there off the break, they're being bullshit. So the taxable income after the four hundred one k. Because other thing too, right? Here's the other thing too. So that's pre tax. Pre tax. So because it's pre-tax, your actually your 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 taxable income comes down the three sixty one, right? So then they say that they're taking a standard deduction of twenty four thousand dollars and the four hundred one k contribution. So really, their taxable income after all that it's only three hundred thirty seven thousand thousand dollars. What that means is already their tax bill is lower. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're already. Right. Lower. Um. So, with all that stuff, their net income taking all this stuff out because there's also the they say the tax bill. So they have their and the other thing too. They have a tax bill. So they have a 31 uh, effective tax rate and all this other stuff. Here's the problem with that tax bill thing they're putting in here, and they say the standard deduction. More than likely, when you start doing this, you're going to itemize your deductions. 
and you also have a financial guy or a woman and value right. out at, there at this point who, at this point you're they, actually right. listening to somebody's right. device right because over here telling they're over here saying that the tax bill is, uh, is 104 i'm like no it's not i guarantee you one of those people has a home business they're doing write-offs they're doing tax credits you know they have an electric car you know you can get a 7500 uh if you buy an electric or some of these sort of electric cars you can get a 7500 tax credit like there's all kinds of things you can get because you have the options with the money you have and where you look, you can have options on your deduction. You get more tax breaks there. So this idea, so already on and the gross income right here, when they put them at $270,000 a year, which comes out to $21,000 a month, right? Even, even that to me, I don't buy because I know this other stuff is bullshit. But let's say we go with it. Let's go with their numbers. Of this period, of people only in quotes only surviving off of twenty one thousand seven hundred eleven dollars a month, surviving. So they start going through the stuff, right? Daycare because both parents work thirty one hundred dollars a month. Fair, makes sense. Daycare is expensive. I mean, and and yeah, and as someone who just thank God got rid of daycare, that's yeah. actually. Yeah, that's not bad. I get it. I, I get it. No, I, yeah. I totally understand. Preschool. They say preschool, $22,000. I mean, $2,200. Again, schooling, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get school. You know, food for four, they say $2,000. Mm, okay. I can, get, I can get you that. A 529 plan. $1,500 a month. Now, some of you guys might be asking, what's a 529 plan? I believe that mm-hmm. is the, that's a, that's a college saving plan. So, once again, <laughs> you stuck it in here, talking about a college saving plan. Uh, most people can't afford a college saving plan. What do you, what do you, what, do, what? What are we? Well, again, this is the, goes back to the whole mentality of people having money to save. Right? right? Like, that's, that's not, you, you have leftover. You're not struggling. Right. Like, <laughs> So that's already, so they're like $1,500 a month. I want to say that, again, it's good to save for college, but also luxury. Luxury. Because what happens is when they go through all this stuff, they try to make it seem like this this this, this family only only has $3 a, 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 $3 a month left over. Right there, you're spending $1,500 a month on a college saving plan. It's good for you to save, but again, luxury. Mortgage. Sixty, uh, basically $6,700 a month. Now, excuse me. No, no, wait, wait, okay. $6,700 a month on a 3% rate on a $1.6 million mortgage because their house is worth $2 million. (laughs) Nigga, it was at this point, nigga, it was already, it was at this point. I wanted to find the writer of this article and slap the shit out of them. Because they, 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 they have a $2 million house as a four-bedroom, two-bath house. Nigga, what are the you, fuck? Are you crazy? It's somebody in the Midwest, Midwest right now, like me, hearing this and just laughing as hard as they can to the fucking ground. But again, this is hilarious. Again, I'm not even saying that, hey, you can't go out there and buy a four-bedroom. Four and maybe a four-bedroom house with two bedrooms and two ba- uh, four-bedroom, two-bath house. In some of these house, these places, again, and especially in D.C., I can see it being worth $2 million. Because, again, it's D.C., you're in the city, getting a house. This is why also, most people don't live there, but I'll get to that in a second. I can see that being worth $2 million. 
So I'm not saying that it's wrong on, on, on the mortgage. That might be right. But what they're missing here is choice. You made the choice to buy a $2 million house in D.C. Most This is the reason why I don't live in D.C. It's the reason why I don't live around anywhere near like that close to the Beltway, around like Northern Virginia, things like that. It's too expensive. I'm not paying $2 million. I'm not paying on a $2 million house. You can move 15 minutes outside of the city, though, and get yourself a four-bedroom, three-bath house, maybe even large. Like some of the neighbors, some of the houses in my neighborhood right now, they have um, uh, full basements, like my neighbor's house. Same, 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 same kind of house as mine. It's got four bedrooms, three baths. It's got uh, a full finished basement. They have a, they have their own theater room. Um, they have a bar built in there. They're probably closer to seven hundred thousand dollars. That's a far cry from two million dollars. It's called choice. You have the choice to move outside the city and still be able to afford commuting when you need to and still live the luxury you want to. The difference between have somebody having $400,000, somebody having $31,000 is choice. The person making $31,000 a year doesn't have that choice. They don't have options. At $400,000 a year, you have options. You made the choice to put that down. The other thing too, they, they put down the property tax into this, which is, uh, they say is 2,600, uh, 2, just over $2,000 a month. Um, that gets rolled into your mortgage. Don't do that. Don't put, yeah. they put, they put property tax in here. They put property insurance in here. Don't do that. That all goes into escrow. That's part of that mortgage that gets you, you negotiate all that stuff going in there. Don't do that. I would never, in, I would never in my life, if I ever did my, when I do my budget, I never put out how much I'm putting towards property. I never do. Don't fucking do that. That's a fucking goddamn lie. But but they, but that's but they knew what they were doing when they were writing right. this article. Right, right. you right. knew you're doing that. Like when you when nope when people say mortgage, that mortgage usually rolls all that stuff up. Now maybe you broke it out here, but there's not like they're putting out of their pocket two thousand dollars. Like I'm not putting out my pocket two. No, I'm not doing that. Come on. They have uh, property maintenance at two hundred thirty dollars a month. Utilities three hundred fifty dollars a month. Life insurance, a $2 million term to cover all liabilities, 120 a month. An umbrella policy, $2 million, $45 a month. <laughs> what? Come on, man. Healthcare, employer subsidized 70% of costs, $620 a month. Again, just like to remind okay. everybody, just like to remind everybody, though, like to remind everybody, um, healthcare actually should have been put up top with their pre tax deductions because I believe uh, healthcare is at pre tax dollars. It is pre tax dollars. Yeah. So, um, Another lie. You're not coming out of your pocket $620 a month. That's coming out of your pre-tax deduction, which also then lowers your tax bracket because it's coming out pre-tax. It's not taxable, but, you know, just throwing it out there. Baby and toddler items, $200 a month. So diapers, toys, cribs, stroller, playpen, $200 a month. Three weeks of vacations per year, two staycations and one road trip, $600 a month. Wait, you're talking about... Not working, Chris. I don't have that option. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Again, how they put it: six hundred dollars a month. What that means is you saved for vacation. Because what that comes out to annually is seventy-two hundred dollars a year. So what happens is your savings is seven hundred twenty dollars a year. You save for your vacation, which is what normal people who have money and means do. That's seven hundred. That's that's seventy-two hundred dollars a year. So come on, 
Come on. This is not struggle. This is not struggle because you can do this. Um, entertainment, Netflix, museum, zoo, weekend getaways. How is that different from the staycation? But okay, $3,600 a year, $300 a month. So right now you have $900 right there. I'm, I'm not, not even getting all the other stuff out that you're bullshitting about. That's $900 right there that technically is money that you you can you, you have. Car payments, Toyota Highlander instead of a Range Rover, $350 a month. Bullshit. Did, did they put it? You said a. You they said, put no. They put. Did the, they say a range? Did they? They said. They said. They said, range they said to, to, Toyota, Toyota Highlander instead of a ro- Range Rover. They're trying to make it seem like oh, this family's living mean. They didn't go with the high expensive car. That's bullshit. but they could have. They could have. But they, they just didn't. They could have. Right. And also, I like. I I'd call bullshit on your Toyota Highlander and thirty five dollars, thirty thirty three fifty a month. Probably lower than that. Yeah. You can probably get lower. I than mean, because at, at this point. The amount of credits you probably have is ridiculous. Car insurance, so. and, car insurance and maintenance, two hundred dollars a month. You know, gas, two hundred dollars a month. Okay. Mobile phone, family plan with two hundred gigabytes of data, one hundred fifty dollars a month. Clothes for for four. They even say this Gap, not Gucci. Uh, two hundred dollars a month. Personal care products, whatever that is, one hundred fifty dollars a month. Charity, hmm. two fifty a month. Must be nice. Because you're struggling and they, so and they, much. And they come out and they say, after all the pay for miscellaneous, they only have $3 a month. They're barely, they're barely scraping by. Dude, like, barely living, man. But this is, this, is what, this, is what, this is what people that make money do. They make it seem like they're living check to check. And I'm like, but when you start going through that check and start looking at what they're looking at, you're like, you're not living check to check. Check to check does not mean that at the end of the month, you have almost no money off in your bank account. I, I do that. I have almost no money left in my bank account every time I, right before I get payday. That's because I've already... Paid myself twice in terms of my 401k and my own savings. I paid all my bills. Everything else I have left over, I use to the max. Because I've already saved twice. I've paid my bills. Everything else is left over is stuff I can use. So yeah, I might have only a few dollars left over in a month. But I bought whatever I fucking wanted. And I have savings. So if something of an unexpected bill comes up or something happens... I can dip into that money I just put away in the savings because that's what it's there for to pay for it. That is not living check to check. Check to check means that once you pay your bills, you barely have enough to feed yourself until the next check. That is check to check. This is not check to check. I But is, is is I mean clearly that's just their purview, right? Like that's that's all they could imagine. You know, this could be. It's the, clearly it's, this. The writer is just. I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's the people. The it's, just it's, me no, it, it, I, I hate these all the time because they keep doing this thing to make it seem like there's this struggle, and so no, not, no, it's not. It's not even fucking close. It's not even fucking close. Um, yeah. So I just this comes out. So that's that's one of the big things coming out into the end of this, you know, end of this election. We have that. Um, we'll, we'll quickly because shit, we almost did an hour and a half, man. So um, let's 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 uh, we can also talk a little bit about um these dumbass black dudes who. Um, so the, so is it me or did did this just like I know it didn't happen randomly, and that these niggas is just. Finally showing their true colors and realizing that it's all about the bread, but 
this is like so, out of sorts. Like it's so, just everybody at one time. Like it, well, so I like to remind it, everybody that when, it, especially when it comes to black people, that we tend to amplify sometimes the negative into the positive. Um, there are just like I said, I just played Crowdy Crowder. I played. Um, I saw something from MC Hammer earlier today where he was basically saying all these like basically. Go, of the Biden Harris message saying go vote and things like that. Like, I think what happens is we tend to see the negative, and in in while I do believe that out of the two of us in terms of black men and and, and black women that we are definitely the weaker, the weak the weak link oh, here. Yeah, I mean, I I would also like to point out that black men next to black women are still the highest you know dependable uh, defending group in the Democratic Party than anybody else. You know, we're not talking like. I, I still like I've seen people panicking again because they're seeing all these people come out, but like, really, is Little Wayne really changing anybody's mind? Yeah, like that. Like the Little Wayne's of Fifty Cent. I'm not worried about that. We'll talk. I'll talk about the Ice Cube in a minute because I think his was more insidious. Um, but the Little Wayne's that, that's not doing anything. That's not moving the needle. You know, that's not changing. And and yeah, you're gonna have the same group of five to eight percent of black dudes who just like the first election are dumb and do that shit. But well, it's that proximity to whiteness, bro. Right. Of like course, they, and it is. they want it. They do, and but overall, black men are still supporting Biden Harris and are supporting the Democratic Party and moving forward and going to vote, right? So I don't want us to kind of get caught up in the negative and make it seem like these, you know, it's it's an overwhelming. Number. Like I've seen some people go like it might get to twenty five percent. It's not like even when you do it's poll, not. even when they do polling right now, Trump is still in like eight, like four percent with black people overall and still with black men. Like it's not even close, right? But then there's this other thing like with Ice Cube who might not be supporting Donald Trump or anything like that, but it's this insidious way of how black men completely invalidate the work of black women, right? And the lies they tell. Like, you know, um, Ice Cube is going here making his rounds from the same, looking like he's looking like he's, he's from the, like, Ice Cube, he, wear, he wears the same thing in every fucking video. In that same yeah. fucking room. And I'm like, it's all this is all aesthetics, right? This is like bullshit. And he makes it seem like the 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 Trump campaign is the only one that responded back to him, but the Biden campaign finally came back and said, No, we did. We basically told you go back and do more work because it's not a good plan. Cause our mm. plan is better. Cause the left every voice plan that's been up since March that has It is actually y'all should go check it out if you haven't. It's really actually really, really great. Again, I'm trying to wait until after like I don't want to jinx anything, but like he's run a good campaign, guys. I'm sorry, but he has. The things that people have asked for are right there. You know, he has a team full of black people. You know, Simone D. Sanders was the the greatest uh, off season free market pick <laughs> of all times in political in the political arena because you know Bernie Sanders let let that go, and if she listened to Bernie. Bernie might have might might be here instead, right? Exactly. He didn't want to listen. He would say wanted to go with Bree over here, who has lost her goddamn mind. You know, we'll talk about that later. But like, the plan is good and is detailed, and I'm tired of seeing people act like. I'd rather people just come out and say, "I don't feel like it. I don't feel yeah. like reading. I don't yeah. feel like." Addressing the the you know and and being being honest like there was a video of um like three undecided black women voters right and I'm like where do you have to go to get three undecided black women voters like where do you have to like what what hole did you have to crawl in order to get that first of all and one of the right. women was saying somehow like I just you know you know brought the crime bills like well he just 
you know, I just feel like he hasn't even addressed it. He won't apologize for it. And I'm like, he literally at the debate said that it was a mistake. You know? And then he provides context in saying that a lot of black pastors, a lot of black people in those communities were begging us to do this bill. Turns out, still wrong. It, it was missing some of the protections we wanted to put in there. But like, guys, come on. Like, we can't sit there and, and you know, some of y'all parents were the ones begging Joe Biden and others in the Democratic listen, Party to do listen, this. It, so, I mean. That's, that's what people seem to forget. Like, it was a lot of black folks that was out. I, like, I was old enough to be around that time when my grandma was afraid to go outside. Right. Like, like nah. I get it. I, I get it when we look at the long-term effects of this stuff. But back then, it sounded like it was a good idea. And yes, there were some people that have sounded alarmed and were against it and blah, blah, blah. Yes, but the overwhelming majority of the people wanted it. And also, you got to realize there were also some other things in that bill in terms of the women, uh, the Defense of Women's Act and the, the assault weapon ban and things like that. Like, there were good things in there. You know? There were. You know? And, and Joe Biden himself has even said... This is, you know, I, it was still a mistake and we need to fix it. That's why he's for reform. Right. So when you hear that and it's still forming your mouth to sit there and say, well, I don't feel like he's going to do anything. And Trump is. Really? Where Jared Kushner went on. Did you hear the thing Jared Kushner said about black people? Where he basically like. Oh, that we didn't, we didn't want it. We, we didn't want it. We, we, didn't, we didn't want, want it hard enough. enough. Yeah, we didn't want it hard. Let me see if I can find that audio. We didn't want it's it hard enough. Right? Like, this is what you guys are going with? You know? Like, this is this this guy, the one that has that clearly has nothing but white supremacists in his uh, 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 orbit. That's 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 the guy, huh? That's who you're going with? Yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah. Oh, damn. Could, he's Kushner is just so slimy. Like all of them. Are just like well, bad used car salesmen. Well, him and Ivanka, all of them are. Like Ivanka is the one that came out this week trying to say she's enthusiastically pro pro choice. She's never been pro choice. I mean, uh, 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 pro life. Never been that way. Never been that way. But she's making a desperate push for her father to try to win. Right. You know, suburban white women because they're bleeding suburban white women right now. Right. It's 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 fucking ridiculous. Let me see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. So I don't have the audio, but I'll read what he said. He's, he was on... Uh, one of the things I've seen a lot in the, of the black community, which is mostly Democrat, is that pro- President Donald Trump's policies are the policies that can help black pe- uh, help people break out um, break out of the problems they've been complaining about. Senior White House advisor Jared Kushner said Monday morning on Fox News. But he can't want them to be successful more than they want to be successful. Basically, it's our fault we're not successful. Donald Trump wants this. actually actually Donald Trump is more black than us because he wants us to be more he wants to be he wants us to be more successful than we want to be successful ourselves. It's like they don't hear themselves. They don't like. Oh no, they do. But again, that talking point right there is a black Republican talking point, and it's also a white well, Republican talking point yeah. about how we're the black community just isn't you know isn't knowledgeable enough to do it themselves. You know. Like I said, I it's it's one of those things, man. Like oh, we can sit there and go through all the dumb stuff he's been doing. The fact that this motherfucker is going on the a COVID hey, a COVID I, greatest I, I, hits. Honestly, knock on wood. 
I'm I'm done, dog. Like my vote is in. I'm good. Like I don't want to hear nothing about until the fucking election is right. over, bro. Because it's, yeah. it's it's no convincing anybody right now. If you don't know who the fuck you're voting for, why you're an idiot. Um, and I wouldn't want to deal with you anyway. Like yeah. it's it's I don't care about any's anybody's opinion at this point. Right. I to me, it's one of those things of I. Again, like I'll start with like we said when we started talking about Trump in this in this podcast, like two hundred thirty thirty thousand Americans dead. The CDC is now predicting by February first we'll have thirty almost four hundred thousand dead. I remember when that first they first had that prediction come out and people were like, "That's ridiculous. That's you're just saying numbers." And now we're looking at it going like, "No, no, no, it's real." And they're saying right. that it could be even more than that if Trump wins and continues doing with his herd immunity thing. Because here's the other thing too: you got to remember, even if even if, even if even if um. Democrats take back the, the Senate and keep the House and Joe Biden wins, we're still stuck with Trump for at least another two months. Yep. Until January. Yep. You know, and and, uh, and which is why I'm curious if they have something in place to see if that doesn't happen a little quicker. They don't. Um, but either way, they would have to go to the court probably, huh? Yeah. Well, and that's so, not gonna happen. But to me, but, my, my biggest thing, and this is why I tell people is like it's why I voted in person. I saw a lot of other people that, but they, they didn't vote in person, but they, they filled their ballot and dropped it off. I believe Minnesota mm-hmm. and Wisconsin, because they changed some of the rules. If you're still in your, and you hear us and you're in those states, fill your ballot go out, in drop person. it, go in person, drop it off of the ballot box. Make sure it's the right ballot box, drop it off the ballot box. You know, like you have to do everything. We have to run the score up so that it's not even close, so that any of the challenges that are inevitably to come after the election aren't even close. So even when they start trying to disenfranchise and take votes away, because it's gonna happen, you know it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, clearly yeah, they're gonna absolutely. do it. You're seeing you're they've seeing already the, been trying, right? You're seeing the setup for it now in Minnesota, where they're like any of the ballots, any of the ballots that get elected, that get uh, dropped off, and and um, they're not basically they're saying they're not gonna count any ballots that get received after election day, even if yep. even if they're postmarked before, and it's not the person whose voting's fault, they're basically gonna segregate those out. And what, let the courts decide later on. So there's a good chance that they're going to not validate those votes. So we need to have enough of a um, a lead so that if that happens, that he's gone. Because I don't know what I'm going to do if this motherfucker wins again. And I still don't yeah, want to make a, de- a, a, a a declarative that he can't because this country's too racist. And I'm sorry, I just don't have the faith in. Him. And even when he wins, unlike what happened with Barack Obama, like when Barack Obama won. It kind of restored a little faith I had because we had just gotten two uh-huh. years of 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 of, of George W. Bush. Restored a little faith in me. If Joe Biden wins, my faith is not going to be restored. I'm 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 Arya Stark. I'm I'm still have the list of names of people yep. who enabled this, and I I need people to realize like because a lot of Republicans are now uh, that that are now anti-Trump are trying to frame it as that. So it's a battle for the soul of the country, and you do I'm like the soul was lost when Donald Trump won. What this is a battle for now is how we clean the mess up after we're gone. Because I have not forgotten. I am not going to forget all the Republicans. You know, Drew Scarborough now is, a, is very good on being anti-Trump. But, dude, you're the reason why Trump... This got, dude. Yeah, yeah, you're the reason they, why. You gave, this, him a, you gave him a platform. Trump was calling there every day. Yeah, every day. I have not forgotten that. I'm not going to forget these names. None of these are you. Because we need to make sure this never happens again. And the only way this makes sure it never happens again is that these Republicans, even the Lincoln Republicans who now... Even the Republicans who are now... Republicans are Biden, even them, you have to make sure that at the end of the day, you never give them power again. Because this is what they do. You know? 
This is what they do. They've all done this. You know, when Mitch McConnell was yeah, blocking things and being racist. Successful. When Mitch McConnell was doing all this stuff during Obama's presidency, Republican, the same Republicans that are now saying how spineless he is were applauding him. You did this. You all made this dude's leader. You all did this. It's your fault. So, yeah, I ain't forgot. I'm not going to forget any of this shit going forward. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens on Tuesday or I would, I would yep. even say Friday. It's probably not going to be decided until later that week. Unless unless the numbers are so out there. It, and that's what I'm saying. It's got, it, they got to run. They, we got to run up the score, yeah, score run, right? Run up the score. We run up the score, then it can be, it, it can be called on Tuesday. So that way, places like Pennsylvania, they're not even going to start on some of their counties the next Texas, day. Texas, and I don't know if this is good or bad, but Texas has already had more votes I know. this year I know. than they did all of last What they're doing in Harris County, like it's, again, Texas has been fool's gold for, for, for Democrats for a right. while now. So I don't want to say anything. Texas and Georgia. And the thing with Georgia is because of because of what happened in the in the in the um with the Stacey Abrams and the the governorship there, like I feel like Georgia's like not never again on some never again shit. And so yep. Georgia might be on that same thing too. I'm just saying like I'm prepared for this goal a while. I think it's gonna be lit- litigation, but I'm really hoping at yep. the end that they they get this motherfucker out of here. Because again, yeah, right now we're sitting at 230 thousand dead Americans of COVID. And this motherfucker's out here doing rallies. And said he had the nerve to say he was going to do one at, at, regardless after right. Trump was the election. Going, he might do rallies after the election even. You know, I saw there was a study that was done that said that they might be able to link, I can't remember how many cases it was, but they might be able to at least 700 deaths, COVID deaths, deaths yep. to Trump rallies alone. Gotta get this motherfucker 700. out of here. Gotta get this motherfucker out of here, guys. Gotta get this motherfucker out of here. I don't know what else to say. And 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 the fact that I don't have confidence that he's going to be gone says a lot about the soul of the country when I can't trust and believe that white people, let's call it real, white people in this country can get their shit together. It's so funny we talk about, you know, Candace Owens and all of them talking about, you know, black people still being on the plantation of the Democratic Party. Nobody talks about that way with, with uneducated white voters, though. How uneducated nope. white voters stay, stay in the... Say on the plantation of the Republican Party. Say listen to them as they shovel them lies. Weird how nobody pulls that out, but hey, whatever it is, man. All right, man. Time to get out of here. Um, tell people where they can find you at, man. So we are recording a um, Lovecraft Country recap. Um, so you can find us at Black Astronauts. Look for us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, um, and uh, yeah. Appreciate you having me on, brother. It's always a good time. Always a good time to have you on there, man. Thank you very much for, for joining me. It's been a ball. And remember, guys, um, don't boil and wash and reuse your condoms. Just want to throw it out there so we know. Not a kilo. If not there's a kilo. Not a kilo. If, you, if, if there's anything out there you take from this podcast, do not boil, wash, and reuse your condoms. So we're trying to give out the, the news for those people out there. So Again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we are out of here. Peace.